This is a Sydney EO production. Welcome to episode 48 of the Sydney EO Business Podcast. I'm Brendan Tarazzi, the host of the show, and today I'm joined with Amelia Colliver from Art Pharmacy. Hi, Amelia, how are you? Hi, Brendan. I'm fantastic. Thank you. That's good. Now, I was uh, we we uh, we met at a one of the you know pre-COVID nineteen events um, in Darlinghurst a couple of months ago, and you you were saying how well what I picked up was that it was amazing how you cre- managed to create a business um, out of the arts, essentially, which is a bit of a rare thing. Tell tell us what Art Pharmacy does. So Art Pharmacy is an arts and culture agency. So we support hundreds of artists all over Australia. Uh, my background is I studied art history and archaeology in London. Uh, so I've worked for some really big commercial galleries, a private art collector, worked for the British Museum. And when I came back to Australia, I was like, what do I do? So I know that um, at the MCA, you've got Lizanne McGregor, who's been there for 20 years. She hasn't moved on. So I realised I had to start my own business uh, within the creative sector. Oh, okay. So we we basically, yeah. And, and so and so, how I guess you had a lot of knowledge. Did you, when you were over in London, did you, like, did you follow Australian artists, or did, could you just pick it up once you came back? Well, I mean, it was because I was working for like uh, my one of my favourite jobs in the whole wide world, and I'm still very good friends with him. A guy called James Birch. Um, I managed his private art collection. He had Francis Bacon's on his wall and. He used to date uh, Damien Hurst's ex-wife before they were sort of married and now divorced. But I had this incredible art background there and I, I understood how the art market worked from from selling artworks at Christie's and Sotheby's to wheeling and dealing, I guess, yeah. uh, and, you know, working a lot with commercial galleries as well. So I really understood how the whole art world worked and also working for an institution like the, the British Museum and then yeah. worked for a for another guy called Eskenazi who was who was into Chinese antiquities right. and he had like an 8,000 pound Tang mirror that was the cheapest thing you could buy in there so that was like maybe what $15,000 and the most expensive thing in there was over a million pounds so it was insane so I learned a lot about the art world and what you could do with it. Uh, I think what I realised actually by working in London was how much money there was and how I, how I didn't have the opportunity to collect art. So that's actually where Art Pharmacy came from, was actually when I was painting uh, at a place actually near, near in Waverley in Bondi where, where you're from, Brendan, uh, and I just started painting. Uh, with, and then when I was, I mean, I was just doing something when I first moved back from the UK and I met all these incredible artists and they couldn't, didn't have an exhibition and I put on an exhibition uh, just to sort of help them out and didn't realise realize what I was actually doing. And that mm. was sort of the beginning stages of, of what, I was, what I was doing basically, which is, you know, it was all very organic yeah. and natural. So I'm curious with the, with the big museums, do they buy on name or do they buy on talent or is it a, is it a combo of both? A bit of both, really. Usually, if you're if you're buying commercial art to have a part of a collection, usually they are following artists, but they'll have like a a curator, like maybe three or four curators that are in house, and they all work together mm. like a bit of a board. 
So you yeah. can submit artworks to that board and they will usually have a budget yeah. that they will select towards. Um, but usually they have, I know in Australia here and also in London, that they'll be selecting these from certain galleries. They'll build up a relationship with them. Mm. But also if you're a collector, if you're an art collector, for instance, with James, when I was working for him, he would actually collect all these artworks from a different period. He'd put them together, he'd exhibit them, and then he'd sell off the artworks. Ah. So basically, yeah, that's that's the way a collection works is if you can and, – and this is – and also if you're quite wealthy and you're a patron of the arts and you own – uh, say, uh, say a Francis Bacon in your house mm. to even create more value around it, you actually loan it back to the museums yeah. because they want the artwork and then that will actually go up in value because people have seen it, it's been in a catalogue. So it's yeah. sort of like a, a bit of a spiral really. Yeah, so it's almost like the the sum of, like if you have one piece it might not be worth much but if you have like the sum of the whole makes it the collection That's worth right. more. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I don't know a lot about art. Like I would say my um, I'm fairly lowbrow. Like I like a lot of street, like buying stuff off the street and that sort of thing. But we did buy one um, piece a few years ago by a guy called Daniel Boyd. I don't know if you've come across Oh, yeah, him. I love his work, Indigenous artist. He's doing really well. Yeah. Congratulations. Where did you buy his work? Um, I, I love his work. Yeah, we bought it, um, we bought it in a... Uh, a gallery in Paddington. Um, it's a well-known gallery. It just escapes me. You, you, Rosen Oxley? Yes, yes, that's, yeah. that's where we bought it. Anyway, it was a really funny story because we had this space on a wall and this painting and I just absolutely loved it. It was like it's this black and white piece and he, he drips, um, it's almost like candle wax over wax, like, yeah. old photos and it was all these pineapples. Anyway, it was a perfect size for... Um, this space on the wall and we'd never spent that much money on an art piece before and so um, we were sort of umming and ahhing about it for a while and then we, we said oh we're not sh quite sure and, and we, we ended up getting a like a, a discount on it anyway so we bought it four days later he won the um, Bulgari art prize or something like that mm. and so like yeah. oh we didn't buy it for his name we just bought it because we absolutely loved it um, mm. but it was just really cool timing that you know we bought it and then he won this art prize and I think how long uh, ago was that? That would have been I think in about 2014. So mm. yeah, be, fabulous. I mean, he's I, doing some really good things now with uh, a lot of commissions with uh, a lot of commissions for the city and all around Australia. So he's he's a great yeah. artist. And and so like say for EOs out there that are, I don't know, doing up a house or maybe they're building a house and um, they want to have some kind of central art piece to, I don't know, show off some space, how would you recommend that they get started? Like, Okay. Well, this is like my favourite <laughs> subject. Have I a can of worms here? Or? <laughs> yeah, you have. And I feel that, I mean, this is one thing I'd like to change the way that we support art and culture within Australia. We, we really don't. We don't value it, even even though all, you know, with our children, we encourage arts at school. We put them into music lessons. We send them on to theatre classes. We know how important it is. But when they get up to going off to university we, we and to supporting artists, we just don't do that. So that, that's something that the, the UK and the US do really well. Mm. It's philanthropic. And that's what I'd like to change. Yeah. Um, so coming back to the collection is I always, even the teams that have worked for me before that have come out of art college, I always say to them, start small, 
really like think about the narrative if you want to start a collection the narrative or a theme that goes throughout the work so mm. I've got a collection at my office which is basically anyone I've ever worked with I'll buy an artwork from so any oh, that's really any, cool. any event yeah it can be big or small yeah so just think about and also I, I'd say start you know one first year is thinking about okay we're going to put five thousand ten thousand dollars per year mm. and every year or it could be two thousand. Okay, mm. if you're just starting out and you're, you're not that, and you haven't got not flush with cash, two thousand dollars every year to the art collection. And the other thing is, is I always say this because this is why I've almost moved away from working with couples. Is mm. it's actually quite difficult. You've got to get both people together because they go. The wife will say, "I really like this," and then the husband will be like, "Oh no, I don't like that." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, I just need to know what you you both like." So. Yeah. I think it's really important that you're both on the same page of what you like and mm. exploring it together, signing up to all the galleries, signing up to the EDMs, looking around, signing up to Art Collector magazine and yeah. buying with your heart, like what you did, Brendan, when you when you saw that Daniel Boyd piece at mm. Rosalind Oxley, you walked in and you went, oh, I love this work. This is, mm. and, and I'm sure even now you look at that piece and it brings you so much joy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, I think that's really important with any art that you just absolutely love it. And it, I also like to think that each piece has a story behind it. Like maybe, that's exactly right. Maybe you've been travelling somewhere and, I don't know, there was some kind of memory that led up to you buying that whatever it is hanging on the wall. Mm, that's it. That's, and that's, I always say that I've got this Leela Jeffrey piece that I bought and I was, and I, and that's when I just moved back from London, and I bought this Leela Jeffrey, and she basically does these photographs of birds, mm. and now she's become super famous all around the world. Yeah. And I just remember that where I was, I was working, who I was working for, where I was living in the apartment, you mm. know, and uh, in ten years. So I think also purchasing works for your children or for your wife or buying significant pieces of of momentum occasions. Yeah. So, okay, we've just, you know, we've just, I don't know, won something, an award, you, you purchase something knowing yeah. that. So that collection is also built on those memories of, of where you were in time. Yeah. I think that's, it, it's quite emotional, I guess. I like that. It's like, you know, uh, to mark a celebration by a piece of art. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, it's awesome. true. It's so true because you can go and buy all the champagne and drink it all and go for a nice meal and it costs you, what, a couple of, you know, a thousand. Actually, you can't go out at the moment. but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So buy art. <laughs> and so um, your, your home must be just packed full of art, is it? It is actually, yeah, and I've got lots in storage and I move it around quite a lot and I get a lot of people giving, like a lot of artists giving me art as well. So I've just had like a delivery of ten artworks from an artist that's moving from from the Blue Mountains up to Byron. And she said, can you just take like 10 artworks? And I've, I've said yes. So they're sort of sitting around my office and I've oh, actually right. put them up everywhere. Yeah, I've, I've always got lots of different kinds of artworks. But the other thing is, Brendan, when you think about art, don't think about a, a painting on a wall. Right. And this is what I always say is it, it, art comes in many forms. It comes in ceramics. You know, it's a yeah. f photography. Yeah. It's furniture as well and when we work with a lot of clients it's even like in carpet design as well we're, we're currently working with a hotel at the moment find trying to find an, an illustrator artist to mm. actually make the carpet that people are going to stand on oh, so wow. this is the that's, thing that's so yeah. creative isn't it yeah exactly so don't think of it as a 
oh, it's a 2D, it's a painting on the wall. And I think mm. that's a big a misconception. Yeah. A lot of, they call it creative practitioners, which I sometimes think it's a bit of a, it's, it's a bit of a mouthful, I guess, because uh, that's what uh, the um, the Arts Council call, calls it is creative practitioners, which brings everybody under there. That also means musicians as well. Um, I'm more visual arts, um, yeah. which is which is more based in that sort of side. So I'm working at the moment on an, on some tenant gifts. So we're down in Melbourne uh, for all the new tenants that are moving in for Macquarie Bank down mm. in um, 80 Collins Street. Okay. Where we're working on on gifts for the like CEOs and partners, and we're finding a ceramic artist uh, to make. I think about a hundred gifts, okay. hundred well, maybe it's about less than that. Eighty gifts. So when, so we're just doing that commission at the moment. So we'll gift wrap them and we'll deliver them to to the, um, you know, to the partners of, of when they move in. It's like a, a welcoming gift. So which is which is a great project. So so do you think that Australians are becoming I don't know uh, a little bit more appreciative of of the arts? Like since you've moved back from London, have you have you noticed a change in the way? I don't know, Aussies appreciate art and art galleries. and. Mm, do you want to be honest? Yeah, <laughs> of course. We always want you to be honest, yeah. Uh, We're look, a bit behind the I eight str- ball. Yeah, I struggle with it sometimes. And yeah. I can the, – the problem with the art world, and I'm writing a book at the moment, and it's all about – it's got, one's called Making Art Matter and the other one's called The Art Implement, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure about the title. Yeah. But it's all about – supporting artists but why I really feel like we don't and I think within the art world like I've, I've been in the art world for a very long time like I'm on the Museum of Contemporary Art Young Ambassador Committee I'm on the Biennale Committee mm. I'm involved heavily in the art I'm a supporter of NAVA the National Association for Visual Arts but the mm. problem with with the art world it's very very small it's like a very very tight. There's only like, I call it the 2% and then that 98%. Yeah. So anyone that doesn't understand art, they're like, Oh, I don't understand anything about art. And you think, mm. well, that's okay. It's like wine, right? You talk about wine and some people really love to talk about wine mm. uh, or beer, you know, yeah. that you start talking about the different kinds of where the hops are from and same thing about art, just same, same thing. But unfortunately I feel like maybe the art world's also almost done it to themselves. It's, it's this very small little clique. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do is just jump jump out of that small clique and actually really just take it to the to the masses, I guess, um, slowly but surely. So, so when you look at you know, like you mentioned London and I don't know maybe New York, is it has it got to do with the flow of money? Like that there's a lot more money over there, and you've got I don't know probably a mm. higher density of wealthier people and and more population as well. Like we're kind of, Australia's kind of like the the last stop on the line. Um, sorry about this. Hang on. It's all right. My um, um, clearly my my phone is um. <laughs> I kind of I I know what I need to do. Right. I apologise for that. Um, yeah. Like, a, um, why is it that Australia isn't as sophisticated? I think it's got to do with education. Number yeah, one, yeah. it's actually not got to do with money because. There's a lot of money here in Australia and mm. with our developments as well. If you look at the way that our, our property developments are done, mm. very homogenised, yeah. looks very similar. Yeah. So that's actually like 
thing is where I mainly deal with now is mainly with corporates, the yeah. corporate money. I, I, it makes up probably uh, maybe 95% of my income. Yeah. I deal with 5% of, uh, I suppose, just private um uh, and that's where I've decided to do because I realized when I first started that online gallery with my pop-up shows is I'd sell it online. I take not a huge commission and yeah. it was okay, but it wasn't great. And I realized after three years that it wasn't making me enough money, but yeah. actually where the money was, was with the corporates. Um, yeah. and that's, that's where I have to do is my, I suppose what I have to do is, is, is educate those people mm. up in, in, in the corporate field, wherever they are. But in infrastructure, we work a lot with, um, we're working with Transport New South Wales, RMS at the moment as well. Okay. So that's, you know, those larger projects. That's actually where the, 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 the money can go. But also beautifying and making our city look a little bit more interesting than it is. I mean, we're really lucky here in Australia. Like, okay, we might be going just about to slunk into a recession, mm. but we're still building. If you look out onto, onto our city and in Melbourne, and anywhere, we've got cranes everywhere. And do you know how much it costs to hire a crane a day? It's like 10 grand or something. It's insane. Yeah. And they're just sitting there. In, in, in So the thing is, it's, it's, it's actually not about money. It's actually about education and, yeah. and supporting supporting artists. And so how does, how does your business model work? Like you, you get a, a, a customer, um, corporate customer, they pay you consulting dollars. Is that... Sort of how it Correct. works, and, and and then I guess you would make some kind of percentage on the sale of an artwork as well. So we mainly work uh, um, by hourly, like an hourly rate. So okay. then we, for, so for instance, we're working on a new hotel in Melbourne at the moment. Yeah. And they've actually we work with the interior designers. The interior designer gives us the scope of what they're looking for and how many. Usually they know what placements they want. Yeah. Um, and we will come back and saying, okay, we'll do a long list of artists for you, and it's going to take you us this long, like ten hours out of my curator's time, my time of, you mm. know, five hours, I'm overlooking that. So say 25 hours worth of time. Yeah. So then we, but it's like, we're almost like project managers in a weird sort of way. That's how we've set ourselves up because what I realized coming in to being creative and being artistic and mm. working in business, it's that people don't get what we do. So we've had to sort of even, we've had to change our model quite mm. significantly, even in the last 18 months we have so people understand how how to work with us uh, to make it easy as well to sort of slot in to say, because especially if you're working on a development, yeah. usually it's a project manager and they're working with many different contractors mm. and we're just one of those contractors within that. So they probably yeah. might have 50 to 100 contractors and we're one of those in there. We're usually right at the end of, 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 yeah. of the yeah, of the um, yeah, the, the process. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like you're like an interior designer that specialises in art. That's that's exactly right. So that that's that's what I actually say to people to in layman's term. I mean, like, do you know an interior designer? But I mean, like, I work with artists mainly. Yeah. So, and it's interesting because it does depend on the interior design because a lot of people will go out and get an interior designer mm. and then sometimes what will happen is the interior designer will suggest art, artwork but they a lot I mean don't get me wrong there's some really great interior designers who've got a really great eye in art but they tend to stay away from that because it's um it's quite specialized I guess um yeah. but the other thing is is working with some really terrible interior designers and the stuff that I've seen and even I won't even mention who I'm working with at the moment but 
they've got this carpet that I'm thinking, well, I've used that carpet for. It's already mm. dated. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got to put that artwork there. And <laughs> Anyway. And, and, and so a client will come to you and say, this is the look and feel that I want to have for the entrance. Create. Is that, is that, so is that sort of how it works or like, you know, uh, like create, that's it. create they a, usually... an energy or a feeling that um, to, to lift it or, or whatever? Exactly. So usually, like for instance, I was up in the city a couple of weeks ago, and um, they've just moved in. They showed. I walked around their whole office space in the city, and I said, "Okay, so tell me who you are, what your mission statements are, what kind of people you are." And mm. I met the whole team. I showed them my presentation, and I said, "Okay, what was your favorite artwork out of there? What did you like?" And then they all come out and say, "Oh, actually, we really like." One guy was great because he's like, "Oh, I love paste ups," which I was like, "Great, okay, he's quite fun." Then he's not serious. Mm. Um, you can see he likes bold colors. So then I go away and I say, "Okay, I will put together a long list of artists for them." So it's not just here's one artist; it's actually here's I'm giving you a long list of say eight artists that you get to select from. So once they've selected the artists, then we'll it's usually commission work. Uh, and the, the artist will commission the artwork for their space. So I'll measure it up, I'll, I'll organise framing for them and I'll also, also organise install and a plaque and um, we also can do videos and photography as well. So it's sort of like a, a full service in, in a way that they the artwork's just done. We've had a lot of clients say, oh, can we, you know, rent your artwork? I think you asked me that yesterday. Yes. But it's not really what we do because uh, the work, the artists that we're working with are unrepresented. So that's very, very different from a commercial gallery. So yes. if you think about Rosalind Oxley, and I know her and um, and Cassandra, who who is the gallery manager there very well, they will have a stable of artists like the uh, Patricia Piccinini, the Daniel Boyds. They mm. signed a contract with Rosalind Oxley to be to, to be there. So she usually takes about, I mean, I'm not sure what the percentage is, but 50, 60%. Yeah. And then the rest goes to the artist. But the artist cannot work with someone like me. Right. And the way that I work is I want to be, if I find an amazing artist, I actually want to find them and put them in a development. Yeah. So. So I try and not work with gallery artists because I have to go to the gallery and then they have to talk to the artist. I'd rather pick up the phone to the artist and say, hey, look, I've got this new job for this hotel for carpets. Would you be interested? And they're like, yep, great. No, I'm not. And then then you can sort of do a deal from there, I guess. I can imagine the artists must absolutely love you um, because it gives them a, a platform where they can they can get their art out there. Yeah, in, I mean, in front the, of a lot of yeah. artists, you know. So depending on depending on what the development is, yeah, exactly. Oh, and it's been look. The thing is, I love what I do every day. I get up and I just think, wow, I'm so lucky. I can see what's happening in the art world out there, and I've been able to carve a niche in yeah. something that no one else has really been able to do um, at all in Australia. So I suppose I'm I'm a bit of a disruptor. The the galleries don't really like me that much because. I'm doing a, you know, I started in galleries, you know, when I started those pop-up shows, I did maybe four or five of them and, mm. and you have to sit and, and wait for people to turn up. And I was like, oh gosh, this is t too boring actually for me because I've got too much energy. So I was that, and that's where it sort of started was, was actually if I can work on a project, so it's project by project basis, it's so much better for the artists, yeah. 100%, and, and, and for myself as well and oh, for the, for, and for the client. It. It just keeps it fluid all the time. You're always, I would imagine, doing different things. So it's it's very creative. Mm, that's right. 
Yeah, I met like meet the most incredible people all the time, and they always blow my breath away as well. Like you, you know, sometimes everyone says, "Do you paint? Do you anything?" I said, "No, I, I study that history, but I understand. I, I suppose I can really see into an artist and what they're trying to also um, their values. So mm-hmm. you know, you work with artists that are all about sustainability and their you know climate change, and there are clients out there that are really looking for that to talk back to their. Uh, you know, back to their, um, you know, their work ethics as well. So, and we have hundreds of different, we've got like thousands on our database yeah. um, all around Australia. And and uh, like we're working on a digital artwork at the moment uh, for, for, for a client in Melbourne. And so we're now working with digital artists. And that's like, I was on the phone yesterday and talking about rendering to a, and this is me. I said to him, look, I'm, I'm, I'm art history cha- uh, trained and I'm more visual art, so I don't really know about video, so you need to teach me. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was – so it's a different medium and that's really nice sort of learning all the time from all these, you know, creatives. Yeah. So have you, have you discovered anyone who was like, I don't know, has been chipping it away, chipping away at it for years and had heaps of talent but never quite broke through? Oh, I th- well, it depends on the artist's journey as well because some go have, have kids, some realise it's just too tough. Yeah. So it, it, it really depends. I mean, I, we're, I mean, at the moment there's an EOI out for the, the Metro and mm. where we, we, I can't tell you how many um, letters I write of letters of support mm. for artists. Like I think we've just, we've always got them there to support them so they know that they can come to us and we can support them. So it, yeah, I mean, look, that's a that's a hard question. It's um, I, I just think that we're all on a journey, and if you can, if that's the right timing for that artist, and yeah. that's the right that's the right timing, I guess. Yeah. It's um, you don't. It just it swings around about it because also you got to remember that it depends on the client that I've got on because I can find an incredible artist that comes through and I'm like, they're amazing. Mm. But it's like it depends on what the clients are asking me for. Yeah. So I'm I'm you know I'm doing an art collection at the moment. Working on a digital, working on hotels. They're very specific about carpet mm. artwork for an illustrator. They're looking for. So this is actually not a, a painter. They're not looking for painters at this point. So, so it, yeah, it just depends on what the client is after. That's you know because yeah. that's 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 the way yeah. Yeah, the cookie crumbles, I guess. Absolutely. Okay. Well, um, look, we're at the end of the podcast now. So what I will do is I. Really, it's been fascinating to hear about your business and, and what you do. Um, if we want to, um, if people want to find out a little bit more about Art Pharmacy, what's your website, Amelia? Well, I'm just amalgamating them into two at the moment. It's going to be launched in one month's time. But okay. um, we have we have Art Pharmacy Consulting and then Art Pharmacy. So at the end, we're going to have just one. So yeah, yeah check us out and follow us on Instagram if you're on Insta. Yeah, uh, that'd Beautiful. be great. Okay, well, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Thanks, Brandon.